Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney! Part 2 A Crimson-Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Okay, so as that, after she finishes walking around, shakily stumbling from each of you touching each of your packs she raises her hand and points it back towards the the forbidden forest look now to the forest your path to stop the nightmare king is that direction and she leans back up against the ancient fountain freestanding wall closes her eyes clearly and visibly really really exhausted hi let's go and she picks up the bow uh knocks an arrow one more time and just keeps walking in that direction okay With great determination uh, i guess we can move on and um i pull out a uh, sword uh, a scimitar from the pack, uh, from from a belt, and slash it around a few times before heading on. Okay. All right. I am just two seconds away from sharing another map with you guys. So there comes the map. So you guys. You can hear, just as you start walking out, you can hear a a voice calling out, Rowan, Atreya, children. And then you hear another calling out as well. They're over here. Don't worry, I've got them. And you get the sense that whatever Fairy Godmother Saffron has done, it has allowed you to be able to enter the forbidden forest where normally children are tent- not usually allowed to go. So. Oh, Atreya Clicker now, even though she has the body of, of Atreya. So Clicker at one of the lower bushes and imagines a blossom sprouting. Okay. So give me your wisdom check as you concentrate to try to create a flower as you said so you concentrate mightily and as you remember and recall having done as a tray at the table but this time you are not able to focus the thoughts as as you had in the past and and manufacture the change does it feel like i could Give me an insight check. Or is there just nothing happening? Give me an insight check. In the tower, please. You have 
no idea at all. You feel confused. So Clicker asks the other ones, do, do you guys, can you still make stuff happen? Hmm. Uh, I haven't tried, to be fair. Well then try! I'll attempt to um, create a uh, glowing light above um, Falka. Through your imagination or through... Imagination. Okay. So give me your wisdom check. All right. You focus your thoughts again as Clicker had, remembering your time as a child and what you had done, uh, what feel, felt like a few minutes ago, and a very shaky and ball of light appears above your open hand, but it goes in and out of light going between dark dark and dim light but it's there on uh, above your hand I, see, I can do it a little bit it seems but uh, uh, it, I, I'm finding it very difficult okay nothing to rely on see if we can find the traces of this child maybe Edwin Okay. So the forest is dark, but the path is wide and it's winding. It's a little bit difficult to see what's ahead of you, but I mean, the canopy of the forest reaches high above your head and the light shining from the sun still manages to go through it, but it comes down in like rays of light that hit the ground. But there's a lot of shadow about here. So this is... um. Are those people up ahead, by the way? Can we see those people on the map? You can see when you, uh, from where you are now, not clearly. Okay, I'm going to walk up a little bit. One more question. I do not see the bow in my actions tab. Is that intentional? Am I doing something wrong? If you... Click to from combat mode to prepared mode. Mm -hmm. So you just need to equip and unequip what's in your hand. So clearly if you've got a bow and arrows in your hand, your daggers are on your belt or your sword sword is in your belt. So you just make a choice on which one's in your hand. And, and then when you go back to combat mode, you'll just see that as being available. And the reason for that is because to remind you that you can drop something and it's a free action to pull something out like a sword but to to pull a sword and then put it something back in your backpack well that's an action so it's a reminder that's the whole point of unequipping equip, equipping is anyway so you walk up to the bridge rowan and once you get to the top of the bridge just on the edge uh, actually, can I be sneaky about it? Sure, go for it. You very quietly, and you guys are sitting there watching as Rowan walks away up on top of that bridge. 
but you hear absolutely nothing as she moves up there, whisper quiet. And... Where's Rowan? It's, it's a little bit dark for you, Rowan. You can't see much past 30 feet in in the with all the shadows about i mean you can certainly see that the path is winding but other than that you don't see anything else i'll i'll move up a little bit clicker tries to zach's gonna do exactly the same thing okay yeah so you guys all move up there clicker moves behind her all right what did you say with advantage yeah no 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 advantage yeah 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 Treya. I have advantage because of the item I have. Mm. Uh, Treya and Zach, you guys all uh, quietly move up. Unfortunately, Zach, you're kind of uh, clomping along rather loudly. Whereas uh, Falker and Atreya, I mean, Atreya is, maybe it's the new body that you're not used to being so different from what you normally are that it, it doesn't, you're not as stealthy as you normally are. But you, you all walk up there, and as you walk up there, uh, in the distance you can see what look like statues standing up the, pa up the path. But just as you guys get to the bridge, you can hear... Time to play. You hide. I seek. <laughs> and... From, from behind a tree, uh, not close, not far away, you see a creature stepping out from behind the tree. Okay, when it steps out from behind the tree, it's dark, like all the other shadows about you. For a moment, it looks like the the it looks very much like the size of a child, just for a moment, but then that changes and I'm going to drag some people into a private channel. So first I will drag Thorn. Before you do that. Oh, yep. I'm going to use my divine sense to see if I can figure out what it is. All right. It's harmless. So you can uh, tick off that ability. Done. I have no idea how to operate the rogue level six, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. I had this. I had the same feeling. Same feeling. Like I don't know what the heck I can do. <laughs> rogue rogue level six is very similar to rogue level one, uh, unless you're an arcane trickster when you get um, spells. Spells. It's basically yeah. target. Use your um, your sneak attack and go go forth, but. Uh, you will have things like uh, Uncanny Dodge, which you can use as a reaction each round to have damage done to you. Yeah. It's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And your evasion as well as a reaction. But I'm going to start dragging you guys into some private channels, and I will tell you, Norbit, when I drag you into your channel. So first I'll start with Thorn. And I'm working my way down the list of things I can do alphabetically, and I'm only up to D. All right, Thorn. So, the shadow that you see, so it was the child for but of a moment, but then it shifts and it looks 
a lot like a middle-aged human male. On first glance, it reminds you of the day that you were sent to study at the Temple of Thoth Hermes. And the voice you heard reminds you of that day as well. Okay, any questions? Okay, so it's, um, would I know who this is? You can give me an insight check at advantage in a tower. One moment. It reminds, Jesus, holy shit, <laughs> level six, lovely. It reminds you so much of your dad. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so reminds me of my dad, but this is the person I saw um, at Thoth Her Hermes. Right, okay. Yep. Okay. Right. Any other questions? Um, no, not at the moment. Okay, I'm going to grab Volan then. All right, Volan, I got you now. All right, so you're there? Yes. Okay, so you saw that child for that flicker of a moment, but then the shadow sh changes shape, and what you see is exactly like the shadow that you saw back at the cave with those uh, glowing red eyes. Okay. Any questions? No. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll leave it there then. And I'll grab Clicker. All right, Clicker, I got you now. Okay. So it was a child for barely a second. And then in the very next moment when you blink and rub your eyes, the shadow that you see bears a striking resemblance to a middle-aged human woman. You there? Okay. Okay. Questions? What does she look like? A shadow. Seems familiar. Okay. So it's just a silhouette, sort of, like a woman. And it seems familiar. Give me an insight check. In a tower. Hmm. I would like to. Anything else is not responding right now. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Uh, insight, right? Insight in a tower. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, you are... When you see the shadow, it takes you back months and months and months to the day when you lit that building on fire and heard the screams. It looks so much like that woman that you chased. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Any questions? Nope. Okay, I'm grabbing Mick. All right. Cool. Norbit. An aura of protection. <laughs> so... For all of a second, you saw that shadow that looked like a child. In the next moment, that shadow you see wears the shape of a turtle. You do not recognize the turtle, but this is the first time in all of your years that you've seen... Now, it's a shadow. It is a shadow, but this is the first time you've ever seen another turtle. 
Is that a male or female turtle? You can't tell. It's a shadow. Hey, guys. It's... Oh, wait. You're still just with me. Any Anything else you want to ask? No. Or shall I take you back? That's it. Can't think of anything else okay. to ask you. All right. We're all back. Hey, guys. It's a turtle. It's one of mine. Total power. Hey, first... First thing that, that happens with Clicker as you as you spot the creature is she freezes up completely, tenses up, and you can see that every single bone uh, muscle in her in her body is super tense and she does not move and just looks at the creature in absolute horror. Fallen actually has a very similar reaction, Falker. Uh, And once more, you hear echoing. You hide, and I shall seek. I'm going to make a wisdom saving throw here. Okay. Okay. So 14. Clicker, stand still. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so right. guys, I'm going to go and talk to it. Oh, hang on. I'm not a... Bloody turtle, am I? Nope. What? Uh, Freaking wood elf. (laughs) Still give me your initiatives. One. Oh, boy. Okay. It's pretty meaningless after the first round, anyway. All right. Zach? You are, uh, let me lock tokens. All right, you're up. What do you do? Oh, sorry. Uh, one other thing, Zach. Let me break, drag you into the other. I f- completely forgot. Let me drag you back to the other channel for a second. With regard to your ability check, it was a good roll. And normally, you, from your training in the past with Mr. Miyagi, you know very well what to expect when you use this ability. It wasn't as strong as it normally is for you. It almost felt like you were trying to break through something. And you know that the, the, the road you've taken is a road of piety that Mr. Miyagi has put you on. And that that piety is where you know, your destination will be to the oaths that he wants you to take. And you did manage to access it, but it seemed harder than normal. And you definitely got the sense of evil. Uh, When you say he wants me to take the oaths, I've already taken the oaths. No, you haven't. Class-wise, you don't take the oaths until you get to level three. I'm level six. Ah, yes, right. True. For, 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 <laughs> nice, nice catch on me. So yes, you are level six when you're in here, but you're level six because uh, Saffron has given you this strength. So this is a level six where the oaths are not the oaths that, that Miyagi wanted you to take. Those might be somewhat different. I forget which paladin I chose when I made this level six, but either which way. Main point is you detected evil 
when you did your divine sense. Okay? Okay, so did all the features that I got, they're still valid. Yeah, everything that you got on your actions tab is still valid. But who you are and your actions have an effect in the in, in the world that you live in. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna all right, take us back. Okay. Shark. All right, back again. All right, what are you doing, uh, Zach Norbit? Well, it's evil. So I'm going to rapidly look through my list of things that I can do to it. And... Shark. I so miss those some conversations. Too funny. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go up and whack it. All right. So you... Move up to go and whack it. Hang on, just see if I can get that fun. Yep, 25 feet. You move up to the shadow. Quickly moving up to the shadow, you pull out your short sword. Holy cripes. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Yeah, critical hit. Crit. <laughs> now, now I want to use the... Uh, yeah, the divine smite thing. Okay, so what you do then is because you've rolled that, what you do is on divine smite, there is one that is for the the first of the uh, the first of the effects. Yep, you drop that one, you click that one, and it'll put it on yourself. Yeah, done that. Okay, so now. Uh, you can roll your damage. This is going to be ridiculous. Jesus. <laughs> Click. And so with your short sword walking up, shouting to your companions that it's evil, you pull your short sword up and you take a backslash, slashing across the shadow, and it cries out in pain as it shouts... Hide! I seek! Hide! Is that it? Gonna whack it again. Okay. And once more, you slap it again with your short sword. Can I use the... Whatever it was I used before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it more than once a turn? Yeah, you can use it as, I mean, he's burning up spell slots, but yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you used your spell slot. So each time you use Divine Smite, you have to click off one of your spell slots. First level or second level? Well, that was the first level. First one. Yep, that was the first level. The set, If you use second level, I think it just changes... It gives you one more D8. Uh, that's all right. We'll just use a first level one. One more D8. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just walks up, it slap, slap, and it's done. And with that, you take two slaps, and the shadow, you slice it in half, and the shadow kind of evaporates down on the ground. You don't see blood or anything like this. It just falls apart before your blade. That was ridiculous. 
that that's I mean that's paladins for you. Yep, that turn is paladins for you. Turn around to the guys and say, "Hmm, fairy godmother does good shit." <laughs> okay. You can now tell that Flicker has been holding her breath. That's what? That's good. Let's move on. Let's move on. Just out of curiosity, once it was hurt, did it change its form to what we saw, or it remained so? As he cut it in half, and basically with those two quick strikes of it, the shadows just fell apart. The forms just turned formless as it, it evaporated into the ground. Can I, can I try and make sense of that then? Okay. How would you like to try to make sense of that? Well, I mean, I, I saw um, something. Obviously, everyone is seeing something different. but um, yep. And then at the end of it, it uh, sort of dissipates. So can, yep. can I make sense of um, what it is I actually truly saw? Um, you could... I think I'm going to say give me an insight check. I can do that. There you go. You are absolutely not sure at all. <laughs> oh, oh that, that's weird. I, I thought it was someone I knew, but uh, and, and then it, it disappeared into a, uh, a bunch of smoke. I, I don't know what that means, but uh, it's, it certainly wasn't what I feared. So when I sh should clarify, not just smoke, like dissipating into smoke that goes into the air, like as he cut it the second time, it kind of fell like globs of, of shadow globs to the ground. So it's a big glob of shadow ooze at your feet right now. Okay. I'll walk up and have a look at it then. Okay. Give me your investigation check. Oh, let me release the... All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Unlock the tokens. Uh, yeah, so nods you, real sure. Oh, sorry. Yep. Rowan, you walk up there and, and kind of look. Um, but is it Thorn, who is completely disgusted by the black ooze on the ground? Or maybe it's the sleeping Rowan. You're not sure, but you not feeling too keen on, you know, poking your way through the, the, the goo on the ground. You kind of look at it there. Uh, you've got your... What do you got in hand? A staff or something? Uh, I have Your scimitar. not building anything at the moment. But. Okay. You just stand over it and you're just... You, you got you scrunch up your face and... It, it's supposed to be an adult look that you put on your face, but it still has this childish appearance to it. Disgust. But this is horrible. We should keep going and keep an eye out for more of these things. It works for me. I agree. It will come back, I'm sure. What are these statues? And Clicker does not even go to the puddle. She just moves along the back of the others and goes to the... You, although Clicker, you do notice something kind of odd about the shape of the puddle. Oh, Clicker is not looking there. She doesn't notice anything about the puddle. Passively, or puddle. Mm-hmm. This is the, the puddle of goo on the ground you're talking about. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, so let me see here. You as well. Pat. Oh, not 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 you, Zach. Yeah, Rowan. When you're looking at that, uh, thinking about it, there's an odd shape that you notice about it. You're a little bit trepid about rutting around through goo, but there's definitely an odd shape about it. So, Rowan, you think there's something there? An odd shape about it? Anything in particular? Just an odd shape? Certainly doesn't look like just a puddle of goo on the ground. I'm going to spread out the puddle of glue with my sword. Right. And as you spread the goo about, you notice there is a longsword laying uh, hidden underneath the goo. Cool. So I'm going to, you know, drag it out, poke it around on the on the grass and get all the goo off it, and then I'm going to pick it up. It is made out of wood. <clears throat> but not just any wood. Let's have a look in the inventory. Not just any wood? It's it's a wood of um, fine make, right? <laughs> uh, just, it's... It's an interesting looking wood, is is for sure. One that probably bears more examination when you've got sun shining, I suppose. On either side of the path stands tall, blocky looking soldiers holding musket rifles and standing at attention. The one on the left looks a lot like you recognize as Mayor Owen. And on the, on the one, the one on the right looks like his wife, Zelda. Each looks carved from wood with colors painted on. Wait, were they slicker even no muskets? Are muskets familiar? You can give me a history check, Clicker. Well, you know, no. From a common knowledge or uh, in-game knowledge, you've heard of such devices, but it seems more fi fiction than fact. Some stories talk about devices from the ancient world, something that looked like that, but you're not sure if this is the same thing or not. So Clicker moves up and tries to sort of climb up uh, hand by holding the and just in closer to ins inspect the entire shape. Okay. As soon as you touch it, it begins to move. She repulses and and makes a step forward again to pick up her bow that she left on the ground. And then runs as fast as she can. Do these look like they're wood as well, by the way? Yes, they do. You can probably see that she's leaping up like a like an ape trying to climb a tree or whatever. Immediately jumps off again, scrambles for a bow, and then runs towards you screaming, It's alive! Okay, so give me a... 
as you jump in reaction to this, you can give me a acrobatics check. All so right. 21. Uh, where did you say you were leaping to? Just off of it. Because directly in front, she, she left the bow on the ground. She climbed okay. up. Just leapt off of All it, right. grabbed the bow. Now runs. You land on the ground, and as you land on the ground, you can see the ground at the feet of these soldiers begins to move as well. What did you do? A clicker just keeps moving, if she can. She has a bow in hand and she's just running for it, she's booking it. Okay. You would have been able to, to do the acrobatics as your uh, action. This, this Basically, you guys are getting a... Uh, well, actually, shit, it's... Uh, holy cripes, it's 11 o'clock. So what we'll do here is we will say you each get a surprise action here. Clicker's action was to leap off and pick up her bow. Everybody else can take an action as well. The statues are standing there. Oops, there's the two statues. And there are shadows creeping about the ground uh, right at Clicker's feet and as well in front of the other statue just to the south of Clicker. So the other three of you, what are you doing? And then give me your, well, actually give me your initiative rolls and, and we'll see who's next. Bam. All right. Falker, what will you do? Uh, interested to try... See how strong I am now that I saw that uh, a certain paladin just swacked something into his. <laughs> okay. Just going to walk right up to it and uh, try to stab it. With... A dagger. Okay. So move your character up. Oh, you did. Okay. 24. All right. And indeed, you smash into the, the wooden statue. Actually, uh, where were you standing? I was standing there. Okay. So that wasn't a 10-foot move. That was a 20-foot move because the stuff below, the ground below Atreus' feet Ooh. is shifting shadows at the moment. Okay. Noted. Okay. And so yes, you smashed at it, you hit it. What kind of damage did you do? Did. A bit of damage. Oh, I have to draw it on there. Darn it. Sorry, I forgot. I'll do this. I'll just drag and drop it on top of the one you were attacking. You should be fine. There you go. There you go. Cool. All right, that was Falkers. Rowan, what are you doing? Okay, so um, I draw out my scimitar and uh, yep. focus for a little bit, and then a, an explosion of uh, green and blue colorful sparkles appears around both soldiers. Okay. So I'm casting Fairy Fire, uh, fairy fire on both of those. Okay, go for it. Target and... Do the needful. 
Oh, and they both failed. Nicely done. Okay, so they grant uh, advantage on attack, and they are invisible. Uh, they can't be invisible. Yep. And I have um, concentration on that. Okay. Zach, you're the last one who gets to do something prior to the surprise round ending, and then we start up regular round, which we will continue the regular round in two weeks. I'm going to whack it. Okay. Which one are you whacking? I'm going to whack the mare. Okay. There's no horse here. That's true. You mean slap the horse. You don't whack a horse. Walk up to it and give it a good hard slap. So that would have been 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, that's 30 feet to get there. So yeah, that's you get there. All right. And indeed, you smash into uh, the statue of the mayor with your sword. Why do I get advantage? Oh, because before, yeah, okay. The fairy fire. They're sparkling. They're just so hard to not see at the moment. Cool. Let's do it again. Okay, wait. Where's your damage? I'm going to do the divine smite thing again. Okay, burn another spell slot as you do it. So he's burned to second level on the first level? No, he's just done three first levels. Uh, well, the, the second one he did was 3d8, so that would have been a second oh, level. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, all right. If you did a 3d8 one, and that's one of your second levels. I corrected that. All right. You smash into the, the mayor, uh, cutting out large chunks of wood from the toy soldier of the mayor. Okay. We'll do it again. So, yeah, okay, your extra attack. And again, you smash into the mayor once more. This time, not as much damage, but you still do. No, actually, as you smash into it this time, your your blade kind of hits that wood and it just it doesn't uh, do any damage to the wood. Mm, interesting. And as as you guys take those swipes, the shadows coalesce about you. And we will pick up again in two weeks from now. Cool. Thanks for running. Thanks for playing. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for that. Hope you had fun. It was a good one. It was good. Got to do some reading now, figure out what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you did. You were like after... level six. I was like, uh, I don't even... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, you can, what? after the game closes, you should be able to go to manage my characters and you'll find in the list of manage my characters this game's name. And then you should be able to download this character that you've been playing and then figure it out. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. Alrighty, Let me guys. Do that right away. Yep. Awesome. Cool bananas. Good game. Right. Thank you. Take care, guys. Okay. Ta. Bye. Bye bye. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Volan. 
Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn, the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Adieu.